You are now about to witness the strength of knowledge. This is Steve Dace. Raising a banner of bold colors, no pale pastels. People should not be afraid of their governments. Governments should be afraid of their people. Our rights are inherent and essential, derived from our maker. That is liberty, and liberty will reign in America. This is Steve Dace. Happy Monday. Welcome to today's free podcast powered by CRTV here on iTunes, iHeart, and Stitcher. Thanks for subscribing. Please share the word. Help us get this word out to as many people as possible. And and you folks out there that are already loyal listeners to us, you're the best word of mouth. You're the best marketing plan we could possibly have. So share these links, help us get the word out, post good reviews of our shows. If you don't like our shows, don't don't post bad reviews. We have very shallow self-esteem and it would hurt our feelings quite a lot. Steve at stevedace.com is the email address. You can email us, let us know what you think about what we think. You can also like us on Facebook, take part in the conversation on our Facebook page. Follow us on Twitter at Steve Dace Show. Last name is spelled D-E-A-C-E. Todd and Aaron are here. We just wrapped up today's TV show for CRTV. Let's give the audience a little preview of what's coming today on CRTV. Todd, I'll start with you. Uh, well, uh a somber and appropriate uh, start by you uh, concerning the uh, tragedy uh, in Vegas. Uh, and then we uh, th- we moved on to the uh, Circus du Jour uh, regarding um, the, um, the uh, another tragedy down in uh, Puerto Rico and uh, why you, we just aren't able to unite around such things anymore because nothing is turned into a small tragedy small tragedy is turned into a big tragedy and the biggest of all tragedies that are supposed to have no politics involved at all are turned into nothing but politics Um, we just can't see the forest for the trees anymore and the uh, opener that you're alluding to is because of the time it takes to do post-production upload our CRTV show, and and some of that exists here on this side, but it's strictly audio. It's not nearly as prevalent, the the lag time or delay. But because of that, um, we're just not here to politicize tragedies, to be first to be wrong. And um, when you look at everything our country has been through the last few years, an accelerated rate of dismay and, and, and brokenness if you've never prayed for America before, now would be a good time to start. And when you look at the time we're recording this as the death toll and the toll of the wounded continues to rise, we are now in Fallujah territory. Fallujah, the surge there, post-election 04, to finally clean up the insurgency in the Anbar province of Iraq, was statistically some of the deadliest fighting lethal combat American military personnel has seen since Vietnam. And the wounded and casualty toll in Vegas from last night's shooting is on par with some of the worst days of Fallujah. So when you look at an attempted mass assassination of 10% of the U.S. Congress, 
one hurricane, natural disaster on top of another, the terrorist attacks in, in Orlando, San Bernardino, other places, a divisive election we just seemingly refuse to move beyond. This is just a, a bleak time in, in our country culturally right now and doesn't even address the systemic issues we have with race relations, with infanticide, with the destruction of our family, the, um, the just the non the not palatable growth of government, right on down the line. This is a good time to start praying for America, and that's what we talked about at the very open of the show today. Aaron, what stood out to you? Yeah, that's well said, Steve. Um, I, I thought I. I, what stood out to me is what I said at the end of the show, which is very much what both of you just uh, talked about. I, I thought fake news or not today, um, you know, aside, put, putting aside what, what's happened in Las Vegas, fake news or not today uh, was very interesting. And I think it's, it, it actually um, has a lot to do with what you, you ended that with, with what what we're facing as a culture now is just not going to uh, it's just not going to end on its own and it's because we exist in a culture full of lies and a culture full of people who are ready and willing to believe lies and I think a lot of what we heard on fake news or not today uh, very much illustrates it because it's the same it's the same type of material that that's just fed to us on a day-to-day basis and has been so for decades and it's part of the reason why we find ourselves in in the predicament that we're in right now well if you want to see more of what we just discussed here uh that we talked about on crtv use promo code dace d-e-a-c-e you can get access to all of the shows here at crtv not just ours but the great one mark levin the entire team here at crtv CRTV crtv.com promo code my name get a reduced rate subscription there's also monthly options available and you have a free trial so if you try it and you don't like it you can cancel within that trial and and we don't charge you at all crtv.com promo code dace Let's get to today's free podcast, and we're going to talk about the 10 biggest scams, in my opinion anyway, currently going in American politics. I'm going to rank them from 10 to 1. So in, I guess that means ascending order, and you guys can comment whether you think this belongs on the list, higher, lower, or not so much. Sound good? Sure. So there is a particular order. I, yeah, I wouldn't necessarily say that um, it's in perfect symmetrical order, but certainly the top two are exactly, so you're, in my view, where they should be. You're starting with the biggest scams. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to start. No, the, or you're going in reverse. Reverse. Got start it. with number 10. Understood. So that means ascending order, right? Got it. I always get that wrong. Is that right? Ascending means from 10 yes. to 1, right? Okay, so I did get it right. Okay, number 10. The GOP establishment claims to be about, all, or it claims to all be all about beating Democrats. Yet Mitch McConnell and his minions just wasted $30 million trying to beat Republican Roy Moore in an Alabama Senate primary. So the scam here is that this party's all about beating Democrats. It is not. It's all about lining the pockets of its K Street corporatist donor class. That's its hill I, to die on. I just want to say that I am now absolutely terrified of this list because you're, if that's you're number, number 10, 10 is, yeah, 
That, because that's the number one. So what? I, I don't know. If, if we're leading off, if we think this is the lowest impact scam, yeah. the rest of this list, Good God. be afraid, be very afraid. Aaron, I'm triggered. Help. Todd, yeah. Todd has the same look on his face right now, okay? That, oh, I forgot the actress who played the wife in The Shining. <laughs> yeah. Okay? She, had yeah, a, yeah, had she on just her, passed away like oh, last year. Had on her face oh, when, when Jack Nicholson takes the axe yeah. to the door yeah. and, and I'll huff and I'll puff and I'll blow your house in. Right? That, that's the same look, okay, that you had on your face is the look she had on her face sitting there in that corner trying to dodge her husband on a murderous rampage. Fact check, true. Aaron. Uh, yeah, uh, it, I, I've always loved this, and I wish that I would have thought about it, but it uh, lines up with the, the, two, the top two rules of Republicans, uh, establishment Republicans, whatever the hell those are now. Uh, rule number one, do whatever it takes to screw conservatives. Rule number two, see rule number one. Shelley Duvall, by the way. There it is. And she passed away recently, really? I, I believe I, so. I must have missed that. Okay. Let's make sure. Oh, I don't want to be outed now. She's not dead. Let me check. All right, you Google that. All right, number nine. I'll start with you on this one, Aaron. Of of my list of top 10 scams in American politics right now. Number nine. Anything that has John Kasich's name attached to it. Aaron. Yeah. Yeah, um, that's I. I keep forgetting that he exists, and then he he inserts himself. And he keeps in the reminding most, us, and he keeps inserting himself in the most sanctimonious manner. Um, it, it, it impossible. That is that is John Kasich's mo. How can I be the most annoying person I can be on the face of the planet today? And let me be that person, especially especially to actual the actual base of his own party, which he claims he might have to leave if it doesn't reform. How can I be the most annoyingly sanctimonious person? on the planet? Also, I I read this somewhere the other day. Did you know that his dad was a mailman? Are you kidding me? You're pooping me on that. No. His dad wasn't a mailman and a lifelong Democrat, was no. he? And every it, and I read that, and you know what I thought to myself? Well, darn it. He's just a darn good old man, isn't he? I mean, he's a blue collar, comes from a great family. He's one of us. That's what I thought when I read that the other day. And don't forget, Todd, He all, John Kasich is also fond of reminding us. We're laughing because Aaron put up on the screen here. A screenshot from Shelley Duvall in The Shining in the scene I was referencing and it was the look Todd had on his face okay but don't forget uh, Mr. Kasich is fond of reminding us he has a direct line to St. Peter at the exact same time yeah one of those um, fellow Catholic brothers that you just want to take in a room with a swinging light bulbs sometimes i must apologize though shelly duvall still alive she is not assumed room temperature no, she, she is still uh, with us this story she was dealing with some pretty okay. grave mental illness or something that's the story i was recalling so i apologize All right, a little premature evacuation there on todd erzin's part i'll tell you what corrected the record john Kasich is such and maybe maybe because i he is catholic and i'm just i am surrounded by this on a regular basis. I do what I can. America, this annoys okay? you like the roll tide well, evangelicals it, it, and annoy it, me. It annoys me so much that I, I, I have, I, I wait for you guys to talk about him. I, I won't bring him up because again, I'm triggered by him. And you can't even. No, I can't. <laughs> now, you, and now, now you've gone from your Shelly Duvall face to your, I can't even face. This is going to be so hard. 
I already got that this morning from Todd well, you before are, you came in, actually. You can't, they can't, well, you're a millennial. You wake up in the morning with an I can't even face. <laughs> True. It's your default setting. Indeed. Number eight. The same people claiming NFL players have a First Amendment right to protest during the national anthem fail then to acknowledge that those who disagree also have a First Amendment right to protest their protest. They keep telling us over and over again. In fact, I was going to put this clip in fake news or not today. and decided not to. But there was a former NFL coach on TV over the weekend. Well, they have a first. No one is claiming they don't have a First Amendment right. But you're but you act as if we get to protest and then and then we've had our say and that's it. People then get to react to your reaction. You don't get to just pontificate in a vacuum and not have a critical voice be heard if they choose to. If they want to boo you, they're going to boo you. If they want to clap, they get to clap. They want to treat you like you have the clap. They can do that too. All right? you, this, this idea that, well, I've had my say, and so the matter is now closed. Who the hell are you? That, that, that again goes to show you don't know what this is about. You spent a week thinking this was about Donald Trump and not about you telling your own base, well, we'll tell you what, what you're saying. You don't get to tell us. They are paying the freight here. Which means who's right, guys? The people paying the freight are right, even when they're wrong, period. Your thoughts, Todd? Well, this is an example, at not just in the First Amendment issue, but all Constitution issues. When progressives start, and this is not to say uh, people on the right are without their hypocrisies, but almost always on the left— when they start talking about constitutional issues, the theme music in your head should be. I mean, they 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 can't, and like you know, Twitter is forever. You know, they, you you will be able to rack an hypocrisy instantly, as Bob Seger once say, "Come along, baby, the internet never yeah. forgets." Okay, but the thing is, they know this. They don't care. Uh, they trust deeply the power of their ability to emotionally hijack every situation, no matter what. Yeah. Um, and this is, was it last week? Were we talking about this uh, last week off of the air? I, I, I think we can talk about it on the podcast as well. Uh, this is this is uh, classic progressivism deflection, uh, trying to make it about anything than what it's truly about. Because they know if they have an argument about what this is, uh, what what this supposedly is truly about, they're going to lose that every time. Uh, and this, it's it's a scam. Well, you know what's also a scam is people, uh, some people on the right saying. Oh uh, well, we need to be more tolerant of other people's First Amendment. Again, that's uh, that's uh, that's a shiny object. I I don't see anybody. I mean, people saying, "Well, I think they should be fired." Uh, well, you know, th- those people saying that too have a First Amendment right as well. Mm-hmm. Should they should they be uh, should the people who disagree with them be more tolerant of them? That's just a that's a shiny object, red herring. If you if you want to go that far, uh, this whole this whole again we we talked about this on the days group. This whole debate. Absolutely nobody wins. There's only losers. Well said. Number seven. Claims the... Of, of, this is my list of top ten political scams at the moment. Number seven. Claims the NFL protests during the national anthem aren't about the national anthem. Then why the hell are they doing it during the national anthem? There are plenty of media outlets that would give these guys all the time they want to get all woke. Um, apart from the national anthem. 
If I chose the family Christmas gathering to get my SJW on and tried to claim I wasn't protesting Christmas, my family would ask me what? Why didn't you choose one of the other 365 days to do this? Why are you subjecting us to this now? So this whole idea that I'm not, I'm protesting during the anthem, but I'm not protesting the anthem. Again, it, it, you're making your base of customers angrier because now you're insulting their intelligence, Todd. This is that Saturday Night Live skit where there's a knock on the door, uh, Candy Graham. <laughs> You're that clever land shark. No, I'm just a dolphin, ma'am. I mean, now we are going in the wayback machine with that one. Yes, I. But I, Candace Bergen, don't answer the door, Candace. I, I, I'm thankful that there are examples like that that are readily usable because I, the, we need the pop culture that the left identifies with to just show you're you're just absurd i mean you there are genuine reasons why you feel the things you uh feel there are causes that you believe in that are genuinely just but you just insist on caricaturing yourself to the point that no one cares and you do a disservice to everything that that may matter uh broadly beyond your politics it's it's just it's grotesque yeah uh that i couldn't say any any better uh myself that we heard this last week from a congressman who said this is this is not about the flag they're just like you just said they are they are telling you what your argument is and not only are they wrong at that they're telling you, uh, they're, you know, they're peeing on you and telling you it's mm-hmm. raining at the same time. Mm-hmm. And that's that's a recipe for disaster uh, if you are if you're on the wrong side of that argument. The as, pre- you said, as you said earlier, your customers are right. Even if they're wrong, they're right. If you that is if you want to keep getting a paycheck. Yes. The preacher says, if anyone in attendance believes these two should not be joined in holy matrimony speak now or forever hold your peace someone stands up and says i object the bride and groom turn around and they're like dude seriously and then the guy stands up even though the moment called for him to air his objection then turns to the bride and groom and says i'm not protesting you guys' wedding uh the uh, rent is too damn high <laughs> yeah uh uh, uh, uh. The next statement is something about TP for a bunghole, morons. Okay, come on. You're you're. Pro- it's the national anthem. I, I'm gonna protest. Why are you protesting the national anthem? I'm not protesting the national anthem. Uh, we're 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 playing the national anthem, Beavis. Uh, and you're protesting. Oh uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's not it's not a national anthem protest by head. <laughs> yeah. What the hell? These guys really don't go to class when they're playing college football, do they? They're just, are they this dumb? No, they just think you are. It's like Marshawn Lynch, Mr. Yep. Beast Mode, wearing his Trump versus everybody t-shirt. Yep. You know what? When you, when you peel away the muscles upon muscles, these guys are just your typical oh, millennial snowflakes, no, man. This is, this is proof that they go to class to be this dumb. Oh, that's well said. I'm giving you the well, last word. That was so well I said. I know, that's a mic, that's a mic drop, drop right I there. I yep. We got halfway to go. Number six, top 10 list of current politi- worst political scams in America. Hillary Clinton claiming she's willing to take responsibility for her 2016 re- defeat while not taking any responsibility for her 2016 defeat, Todd. That's 
that's not a scam. That's fake news, man. That's, she's just living in her truth right there. That's that's off. I mean, that's as real as it gets in terms of progressivism. That's that, just, that's Hillary keeping it real, yo. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, she just called uh, and she said that uh, James Comey is to blame. She said that uh, James Comey voted 70,000 times in uh, Michigan, Wisconsin and Pennsylvania. I mean, that that's one thing there where you just say never change, Hillary. Never change. Mm. You know. We were talking before we went on the air today. Let's have this. Let's spend a few minutes talking about it here on the show. Because one of the things I did earlier today is I contrasted Barack Obama's tweets, initial tweet about Las Vegas with hers. And he's out there. Now, I think we've, we, we, the guy was president for eight years. We know him well. We know that eventually he likely would have politicized this tweet. Like what we saw with Sandy Hook, for example, which might have been the best speech he gave. I disagreed with the premise of it, but in terms of eloquence and grace, it might have been the best speech of his entire presidency. But but he has enough decency within him as a human, just a regular human being, regardless. His belief system, I, fi- I may find to be, I'm, I find Marxism wicked, but there's different kinds of wickedness. There's the wickedness that causes us to fall short of of the way God made us. There's a wickedness that causes us to literally lash out and be man's and humanity to man. You know what I'm saying? Wicked is not a uniform application, okay? Like, Barack Obama, and you wouldn't, if you just hung out with him, if you you were at the sports bar watching March Madness, you would not know there's a Marxist in there until the conversation turned explicitly to politics. Like, you could just see him. I mean, I'd say the same thing about Bill Clinton. You could just see them just being guys. So, you know, I get, I, I don't think he looked, he looked at home on the golf course a lot during his presidency on the weekends, shooting hoops, hanging out with Andy Katz on Sports Center. None of that looked contrived. Did it look contrived to you? Uh, no, 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 I don't. Not that in memory. No. So, well, I well, I vehemently disagree with his belief system, and I find it to be ungodly. As, on a personal human level, I didn't necessarily find him to be a distasteful human being. I found his views to be distasteful. If Hillary Clinton were, and I'd say the same thing, it's someone who I know Donald Trump, I could say the same thing about him to some degree. If Hillary Clinton were president right now. What would she be doing in her free time? Feminist theory talks on the weekends. I mean, could what would she be doing when uh, when she's? You get the sense her initial reaction. First of all, when she tweeted about silencers and guns, it's just not even factually accurate. She doesn't even know what she's talking about. Put okay. politics. This is an exact quote. Put politics aside. <laughs> stand up to the NR. Yes, you're a bad person. Yes, and you should feel bad. Meanwhile, Barack's out there tweeting, Michelle and I, this is a senseless tragedy. We're praying for those involved. Our nation needs to come together at this time. Total, if, if you want to know why, with, with two people with largely the same views, and one of them won the presidency twice, okay, against stronger opponents in terms of what Americans typically vote for. One's the war hero, the family man, business magnet, who people think is a you know knows what which side is up versus Mitt the Twomp, the reality show star. So if you want to know why he won twice and she lost to Mr. Twomp, the two initial reactions that they had to Vegas this morning to me are a perfect illustration. Perfect. What would she be doing in her downtime? What what's President Hillary's free time? What is it? What is it? Is it? It ain't golf. 
it, it, it's not, it's, you know, I, I doubt she's hanging out with Doris Burke doing WNBA games. Can you imagine? You just don't get the sense there's a human being there. I have an idea, and Aaron, back me up on this. Okay. I think she's drinking unicorn blood to stay alive politically. <laughs> Does that ring a bell with you? She who must not be named. Yes. But you don't get the sense there's a human being there. It's She's a construct. She is a, a walking, breathing, speaking political construct. You don't get the sense. Like when Bubba used to go down to Arkansas football and basketball games and he was president. He didn't look out of place. Did you think he looked out of place? That's no, what was no. so. That's what made him so damn tough to beat. Is he ate french fries. He was real. It's because... His policies were so left, but he re- he related to the average person so well. You don't get the sense there's a real human being inside of her. She is a construct. That there would be. What would her downtime be? What would she What would she be doing on the weekends? We would be like, boy, why don't you get to work? You get the sense we'd be like, I wish she'd take some downtime on the weekends. That, that politics is the sole fu- fullness of her life. It is the full. It is her it's faith. It. If it's you it. Will. It's all that she has. Number five on our list of top ten worst political scams at the oh, moment. We're only halfway through. Dear God, this is exhausting. <laughs> Todd is going to mass after this, man. Some grotto is going to have a candle lit in about 10 minutes when we get through this list. I went to Mass yesterday. I'm going to the Exorcist after this. (laughs) (laughs) Number five. I have one on speed dial. Trump's previous claim that he could shoot someone on Fifth Avenue and his base would still support him. That's a scam. See Tuesday's Alabama Senate primary for more information. Aaron. Oh, my. Um, That... That is that is special. That's all I'm going to say about that. I'm. I can't even now. It's my turn. I can't even. You can't even now. No. I need more time on that one. I need more time. That your worry, your concern is that Roy Moore's yes. known it factor, Q factor yes. in Alabama was enough to override yes. and this, now, and it's a one-off. And without going without going in again, this right now we we've got. We've got NFL, we've got Hurricane, and we've got shooting. And Steve, you talked about what what happens with the environment once the environment changes through these, you know, acts of God or big things like this. You know, I it's this we we people are dialing it up to eleven as we speak, Steve. And it was already up to eleven. It's a new eleven. So I need more vetting time on this one. Number four on our list of top 10 current scams in American politics, those on the left trashing women who didn't vote for Hillary last year, while at the same time claiming gender is just a social construct. So which is it? Does gender matter or not? Are women independent or not? Why were there three Thompson twins? I am confused by this entire line of argumentation, Todd. Well, yeah, everything, everything gender where we're at right now from... um, from bathrooms to to marriage to when these uh, um, group rights matter and when they don't and when they pivot on a dime and when the very same person in the very same breath has both of them. Um, This is when uh, we regularly talk about, and Aaron is probably the one who goes to it the most, and rightly so, God bless him, for nothing short of a revival will save us because we, this, that's, you're talking about is parody. We, we have become a total joke. We become a punchline. We don't even know 
what the thing between our legs tells us anymore. Science, really? No. Um, that that again hurts because that's number four, and it could be number one. Yeah, uh, that that is another indication of just how progressivism uh, has a tendency, propensity to eat itself because that's the only thing it can do. It, 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 is, it, is, it is not a congruent uh, view of the world. Eventually, it will deconstruct, self-deconstruct. Uh, I was just having a, a, just a kind of a one-off conversation with a dude yesterday and talking about the NFL protest culture and how it's the last, as you've said, masculine-driven uh, meritocracy, one of the last in Western civilization. And, um, you know, we were talking about the progressives trying to end it through CTE or through the, you know, infiltration of SJWs into the league um, like we've seen last week. And we were talking about, you know, they're probably going to eventually, just to be politically correct, they're going to let women into the league. But then to make things truly equal, they're going to uh, just not let not let the guys. Well, the guys probably won't even tackle them. And so that it, it, we were talking about how even when we give ground to people like the feminists, we're still never going to be good enough. It's never going to be equal. Mm-hmm. And when we could just look at some of these examples, like what you just cited, how it just in- eats itself, but yet we have so many people just willing to give and give and give and give, ground away, and it's never going to be good enough. And I don't know if we're ever going to learn that lesson. And that, and that happens when you're not firm in your own worldview. And so... To compensate for the lack of firmness you have in your own worldview, you seek approval from others to give you the confidence that you're on the right track. And that's what you're describing. And that's that's much of the non-left in America, because I don't even know what the right in America is anymore. That, that's what much of the non-left in America is. It's we want to have all their fake, phony, compassionate talking points without actually um, engaging the policies that they're for at the exact same time. I mean, that's 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 much of the country. Much of the country wants the wants what the left is selling without the cost of and, and responsibility of actually paying for it and having to install it. And that's why we are a very difficult people to govern at the moment. Number three on my list of top ten current political scams. We're almost done, Todd. Thank you. Those on the right who criticize Judge Roy Moore for going too far in opposing judicial tyranny, yet seemingly offer no alternative action plan, well, unless you account for, hey, it really sucks what the judges are doing, but whatever a leftist judge conjures up from his pagan bowels is now the law. However, we're going to write one cool white paper, one chill white paper about it, bro. There's that scam. Your thoughts on that, Todd? This one makes me really mad. Yep. We talked about this last week because there are people we respect, but increasing. And man, how many times have I said something about, you know, the amount of time I spend wondering out loud, you know, how do we just change the paradigm to not our principles, the way we communicate? And there are way too many people who have knocked it out of the park, both rhetorically uh, in uh, writing and in um, uh, word on talk shows. But where did it get us? It, it doesn't mean don't keep saying it. We, you, you know, ultimately outcomes are indeed uh, for God. But you can't just sit there smugly in Washington D.C. Uh, 
making fun of those just like the progressives do. You're no different. But while we're the ones on the front lines, all right? That thing you're living in in Washington, D.C., and I'm not a Washington, uh, 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 D.C. Uh, uh, hater in terms of uh, uh, burn the place down. Ultimately, we, we have to go uh, pick the, pick that place back up again. There's really no choice. So we got to go back. We can't just forsake it, at least not yet. But you, you guys, you just can't sit there in D.C. or New York and basically do the version, the, the conservative version of limousine liberal. Yep. It won't work. No matter how smart you are, no matter how much you, you ultimately win the tidy argument, we're the ones over here having our lives turned upside down. We need more from you. Yeah, I I was I was going to say the exact same thing about this. This one uh, of all of these makes me the most angry. Listen, if if you're a person that thinks Roy Moore has gone too far in the past in standing up to judicial tyranny, then just and and, and you don't like that, um, and, and you think that um, and you think that he's that makes him a bigot or an extremist, you, just say so. Um, what you're actually saying, and so say this is what, what you're actually saying is that you're really ashamed of him, and you're really ashamed of people who think like him, and there's a lot of people who read your crap who think like he thinks. So just say so. Just say that you're ashamed of people like him. Be honest about it. Um, you may not get as many clicks on your articles. You may not. Uh, you, you're, you're probably going to be fine. You're probably going to be taken care of. But don't act like you're on our side. And then when somebody actually stands up and tries to rock this, the boat, tries to stand, uh, t- tries to challenge the status quo as Roy Moore has done, don't sit over there in your ivory towers and chuck rocks, chuck peanuts at the guy. All right, you're the one with the good life. You're the one with the you're you're the one who's got it easy. All right, I'm I'm sick of that crap. While the difference in their intellect and character is about night and day, there is this similarity in the popularity with Judge Roy Moore and Donald Trump. This similarity: if those who believe both men for different reasons are cretins. If they had kept their promises and had fought in the ways that they had promised for lo these many years, would people have turned to someone with the clear character flaws of Donald Trump? Would they have turned to someone who is willing to raise the village to save it, as Judge Roy Moore is? Would they do that? No. Why why are people... why did Judge Roy Moore find... No, I I would have defended Judge Roy Moore the very first Ten Commandments fight when he lost. And I have. I've spent, how many times have I in my career have I written about that? I wrote a chapter, a chapter, an entire book about that moment. But if there's a reason why Judge Roy Moore has gained more popularity the last 15 years, since much of the conservative movement was divided by his original fight and whether he was going too far at the time, why, why has he gained so much more popularity? Because... No one offered a substantive alternative fight to what he was willing to do. He, he's not acting like this is mock trial yes. or debate club. Yes. Hey, I win on points. No. He was, no one else has done anything. Well, then what else do we do? What else? 
Well, we got to get conservative. Ju- okay, so for the next 50 years, we just let whatever these liberal, these leftist judges conjure up as we have the last 50 years, which just for the, we do another. We, so it's a full century then. Whatever they say goes. That's what we do. This is what Martin Luther King Jr. is writing to liberal white clergy in Leonard from a Birmingham jail. You want me to let the system work itself out? He's like, we've been fighting Plessy versus Ferguson since 1898. It's 1962. How many more years? How many more? How many more? Let's let the wait for the systems. Do you want me to try? How many more? You want to know why people are turning to the likes of Malcolm X? You want to know why they're listening to thugs like this? I'm telling you, this is why. You guys sit on your hands. You preach sermons. As if a sermon is simply a homily of words and not hands and feet. We do nothing after that. No, it's not the way it works. So, you know, you may not like our bus boycotts, but I like my way of doing something better than your way of not doing anything. That's essentially the entire letter from a Birmingham jail in summation what I just gave you with a lot of really cool theology and hermeneutical exegesis in there. But I just gave you the cliff notes. That was it, the whole thing, what I just told you. Well, in many that's what Judge Roy Moore is saying. Well, what's your alternative then? We just kill 4,000 kids a day for another 50 years? Is that, that's your alternative? We just do that another 50 years? We, there's not, no, there, there's, that's it. That's all there is. There isn't anymore. We just completely surrender the borders of America? That's your alternative? There's, well, you keep telling me there's something between what Judge Roymore wants to do and what the left wants to do. Cool. I will now sit back and wait for you to show it to me. Shall we wait? We've been waiting how many years? You guys keep telling us, you, you, you fancy pants, smarty pants people. There's something between defying a federal judge and just letting judges get away with everything. Okay, I'd kind of like there to be, would you like there to be something between those two things? I would. Would you like that, Todd? We can start anytime. You bet. So let's start now. What was it? What was, what was your in-between remedy between the, the judge's actions and the other judge's actions? What was your remedy? Better than the Democrat. That was your remedy. Vote Republican to get more conservative justices like John Roberts, who saved Obamacare twice. Your remedies suck, bro. Yes. They suck. They me the, suck me, so bad that the people you're talking about would rather face the dogs and the fire hoses yes. than wait for them to play preach, out again. Preach, Yes. That's right out of a letter from a Birmingham jail, too. Well, you preach your liberal enlightenment from your progressive pulpits. My, my, Dr. King says my parishioners are on the streets facing mass drowning from high-pressure water hoses while you preach your sermons. Yeah. Your lies hurt more. Yeah. Number two. <laughs> 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 Number two on our list of top ten current scams in American politics. I'm going to go get the uh, defibrillator for both of you now. Yes. The Republican Party's eight-year promise to repeal Obamacare. Aaron. Um, this, th- we keep saying what's going to be the end of the Republican Party. What could they do to make us vote something different? Or to, to make us think something different about them? And we've said this, we've said, uh, I think we've said that more about the judiciary. What, what could a judge decree to where we'd say uh, this and no more? I think with the Republican Party, it's going to be more of a conversation of what can they not do before we jump ship? 
before va- vast majorities of people jump ship. But then again, it always comes down to, and we talk about this, gr- we're, we're really good about talking about how bad the Republican Party, and I'm, I'm saying we, I'm saying this uh, collectively of those on the not left, really good at talking about how terrible Republicans are in off-year elections, and really up through the, you know, up through maybe October uh, of of uh, election seasons or ele- election years, we're pretty good at talking about how horrible Republicans uh, are, and then when it, get, when it starts to get close to the election, I just can't bring myself to not vote Republican because the Democrats just so much worse. Until we break out of that, uh, we're going to get a whole lot more Obamacare betrayals uh, and what have yous from Republicans because they just they just hate you. They just hate conservatives. That that's really all there is to it. This is where I did not understand the power of my own prediction. When I said 2017 was going to be worse than 2016, mm-hmm. nailed it. But I, I also said, probably in the same show, really, that there's no way they weren't going to not pass I'm with, a repeal of Obamacare. Yeah, I, I, I thought, I, and you, I think I've demonstrated how low my regard for this party is the last yeah. over the course of my career. Even I told you, even I predicted what? They would pass a repeal just to say they did it. And then they would totally screw us yeah. up. We would get any, everything close to Medicare for all for the, for the replacement. That they wouldn't be dumb enough. They would throw, they'd throw the freaking bone here to Austin Powers. And then when we're all gnawing on the shiny object, they would then govern responsibly and screw us on the replacement. Okay, Insurance company bailouts. Obamacare for all. I mean, but they would at least follow through on that promise. I never thought they would so break. They were this far and, gone that they couldn't and even you're here lie with a to depravity guy. Yeah, I mean, total depravity guy. They yeah. can't even lie to us anymore. Now that that shocked even me. And I think yeah, I am the total depravity guy. Aaron, your thoughts? Or did I already yeah, ask you not, your thoughts on this? It's uh, yeah, already asked. I mean, I'm, one one more th- quick thing to add on, on that last point. Uh, they can't even lie to us anymore. Uh, they could lie to us, but I, I just think this is more of a case of that. This just shows how little regard they have for any anybody. I, they don't even bother. Yes. lying. Let to me us. clarify that they they are lying to it. When I say they can't lie to us anymore, I mean effectively, because uh, yeah. they're lying. They've been lying for months about all these repeals that aren't repeals. They just can't lie effectively to us anymore. I think on that note, every just about every Friday. You should just resubmit the exact same column, the one you wrote, the, the, the one you wrote that ends with uh, the uh, guy who uh, uh, came home and saw some dude cheating on his wife, yeah. and the dude comes down while the guy goes back down to the base reflecting on it, goes into his fridge, takes his beer. The guy, I think you said, actually like offers a one, turns yep. on the TV. That's us. You should just run it every Friday. Hmm. And the number one... Current scam in American politics. We finally reached the end, Todd. Anything, and I mean anything, that starts with the phrase scientific consensus. Okay? Science is not a consensus. It is a process. Searching for proof via verified evidence required through observation and experimentation. Not to mention scientific consensus has previously changed its mind since I was a child on whether Pluto is a planet, then it wasn't a planet. I believe it is now a planet again. 
Also, during the course of my 44 years, scientific consensus has changed its mind on global cooling, fiber, red meat, low-fat diets, high-fat diets, artificial sweeteners, dark matter, whether dinosaurs are more closely related to reptiles or birds, the human genome, string theory, whether the universe had a beginning or is a constant, I could go on, but by now, you get the picture that scientific consensus is pointless progressive propaganda, Todd. Yeah, this is where uh, I regularly uh, not, there's this guy who kind of trolls me on uh, social media when it comes to uh, uh, transgender issues and he will when, when it comes to that he will often spam me with like 10 different links to what he calls scientific studies on this and there, there's a reason for that uh, uh, and you just click on the one and and you you realize very quickly in in the words of these their own research there are disclaimer after disclaimer that none of this can be claimed to be said to you know so these guys are just there is a scam going on within the scientific community you just constantly talk about this out loud just like when people call you bigot and it's just a tidal wave of faux science to get you to shut up and when people like this talk to me i said when they use that term he said here's what you're doing to you that 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 phrase and you you believe in the power of it but i'm just going to tell you what that is you're a mob that's what the mob does. Mm-hmm. A, a, not the mob, the crime syndicate. A mob of people who just foist their opinions by the power of their numbers and get all ratcheted up with emotion. You know, if you really had the science on this issue or any other issue, you know how many studies you'd need? One. It would be incontrovertible. Yep. And I, you'd just say, and I, we'd all know the name of it. It would be it would be in our DNA. Oh yeah, that's what you think. Boom. Here's this study. I mean, we would know that the way we know the names of Coca-Cola. Why do we know who did the theory of relativity? Why do we know where the polio vaccine came from? Why do we know? Uh, wh- why do we know who discovered penicillin? Why? Why? Why do we know? Why are they called Newton's laws of physics? That goes to the point that you're making yes. right here. Those are proven, verifiable processes, evidentiary truths, and that's why even the even novice people, when it comes to knowledge of science, have they may not connect, they may not perfectly connect the names of Alexander Fleming and Jonas Salk, but they have heard them. Right. They've heard them. They didn't hear about a team of people who meandered out there that there might be a cure for polio. And that's what was what was it that Neil deGrasse Tyson was selling last week? That's an emergent scientific truth. An emergent scientific truth didn't save anybody's lives. A proven scientific truth has saved lots of lives all throughout the course of human history. We interrupt this regularly scheduled truth be told to let you know that not all men have penises and not all women have vaginas. And if you believe any differently, then you're a science denying homophobic bigot, transphobic bigot who needs killing. Also, I hate God and he doesn't exist. That would be the truth. Can I go home now? (laughs) You may. We are done. We are finally done. Light a candle for us too. You got it, brother. (laughs) I'll light all of them. And then I'll blow them out and I'll start again. (laughs) Oh, this has been fun. At least as fun as the end of Western Civ could possibly be. Thanks for tuning in today here on the free podcast. Don't forget CRTV.com, promo code DACE. Until tomorrow, John 317. This is Steve Dace. I like it, you.